This is an Alliance podcast. Welcome to the episode of the Forty Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us. Talking about the intersection of black culture and soccer. Got your boy here, Greg. Here. Got TK here on the ones and twos. What's good with you, bro? Chilling, man. Chilling. And live via satellite in in sunny Wisconsin, we got Mayor Kane back the in the house. What's good with you, bro? Man, it's been a long time, dudes. Man, it's been, it's been a minute, man. How you feeling, man? Glad to be back in good, good health, good spirits. Just fucking exhausted, man. But I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> man, so you up there in um, Wisconsin? Uh, you up there for the for the Ryder Cup, right? Does a, a U.S. Uh, pull that dub, man? Yeah, they did, man. Like, you know, I don't, I don't do golf like that, but I just know that at least from what I saw, it was a lot like. Pretty much watched Europe, so you know this was, this was really. It was, this one was really exciting, really competitive, and some of the craziest things that you could see at a tournament happened, but mm-hmm. in a positive way. So this okay. was a really successful Ryder Cup, and and you know some people that followed off not knowing how the team was actually going to come together, but I think well. Being that they won, you know what I'm saying? They they did their thing. So Ryder Cup was successful. Weather up here was beautiful. Whistling Straits. That is a beautiful course off Lake Michigan. Mm. It's like <laughs> it's like Field of Dreams, you know, like the cornfields and stuff. Like you're going through all this this uh, farmland and everything, and then boom, there's this picturesque course in the middle of a place you never thought you would uh it would be Sheboygan to be exact but but yeah I'm up here with the with the with cows and 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 dairy and curds and everything man culvers everywhere so oh hold on hold on like I I I got a request now that I actually think about it I I need when you come back down I need some I, I need you to bring some spotted cow with you oh absolutely yes I like I, I, I have been begging Cal and Chris to ship some down because apparently they are very stingy with spotted cow up there. So I might do. That's like spotted cow. Like that's that's a daily thing. So every time I'm here, spotted cow or I like to drink the Lining Kugel. Sometimes mm-hmm. and my favorite Lining Kugel. Um, oh, I love when it's out the Barry Weiss. Okay. That's just my thing. I know they got the shandies. I like the grapefruit shandy and all that stuff. But that spotted cow? Oh, I will definitely yeah. go grab some. I don't know if y'all if y'all have ever watched um, the movie uh, Basketball with the South Park guys and how they talk about that this 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 secret recipe beer when they finally taste it. It's like the greatest thing they ever tasted. That's how I feel about spotted cow. Like it, it's like oh my god. Like it's like. Yo, like this is like, how did they beer like this? And, like, I didn't think it was even possible because I'm not, I'm not the hugest beer drinker. Of course, we drink plenty of Stella here um, um, at, at the trap, but like, yeah. But 
Spotted cow is different. It, it, it was, it was yeah, built it, different. There's just no way around it. Man, it hit different. <laughs> hit different. I see right over your shoulder, man. Shout out to to our Madison, our Madison squad up here. So, you know, absolutely, man. But uh, but yeah, man, we got a a, a good bit to talk about um, tonight. Uh, of course, um, we're recording this on Wednesday, in part because, of course, the home team played tonight. In part because of the uh, U.S. men's um, national team roster get, uh, being announced today. And we just want to make sure we got, we got a, a good amount to, to give you all today. Of course, uh, thank you guys for listening to us on your podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audio Boom, iHeartRadio, and, of course, the FTC UTD YouTube channel. Um, so, like, actually, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's start with uh, this guy over here. Uh, <laughs> With the uh, with the uh, blue Chelsea shirt on right over here, what a good day for y'all, man! What a good day! Like, first of all, yeah. our, our our man, like our our hero, Conte uh, has been out with co- with COVID. You know, bless ups to to him. Hopefully, he recovers quickly from that. But apparently, I guess um that wasn't the only guy that was missing because like y'all lost. Yeah, so I guess we could break this up into three parts here. So, um, in terms of missing Conte uh, due to COVID, yeah, that's super unfortunate. That's, uh, you know, wish it, it uh, didn't happen. And it led to, like, a domino effect of it is it led to Thomas uh, Tuchel having to answer questions from the media about the squad's vaccination status and all that. So, uh, I'm not sure if you guys even man know. like everybody's talking about the facts titles like we like I mean over here it's the best we I'm gonna get it up in that until it put you down but uh yeah continue yeah. continue yeah yeah so um, that was a uh, just like kind of a, a domino effect of that of Conte just uh, you know due to COVID so um apparently the Chelsea players have the freedom to vax if they choose it's not being promoted although I will say. The club standpoint, Roman Abramovich, the owner, has done countless, countless things throughout this pandemic. So, check check the receipts on that. Mm-hmm. But I I, I continue. Um, Mason Mount was out. Huge, huge, huge miss. Uh, I think. I mean, yeah, but having pulled up Mount, yeah, that's 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean the the big thing of it there, and it's just like, uh, and then uh, Tiago Silva was also out. So, you know, like. So no, no Conte, no Mount, no Tiago. Still no U.S. agent. He's still out. Of course, he actually won't even be on the, um, the U.S. roster either. Is he, just put the injury prone on his FIFA card. You kind of have to because, like, he's good. He's good for at least two or three injuries a season, at least. Absolutely, absolutely. But anyway, um, so other than that, it's um. You know, bit of a mess, but we have enough depth to um to still have got the task done. And then uh, Juventus was talking, or not Juventus, but the club, um, or as a club, but um, Nietzsche and um, uh, Cellini were just being their typical self, man. I officially do not like Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> just being straight up, I was like, man, it's, <laughs> this is... 
was some foul stuff, man. Not really foul. I mean, it's just, you, have to under, you have to understand, like, it's Italian football at, 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 its, at its peak. You know, like, if they can help it, if they do nothing else, they'll defend the fuck out of, out, out of, out of, out of some football. And honestly, they, they, they will do it by hook or by crook. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, that's the thing about it. I feel like the homie Bobby has it has it down. Like he said it to me earlier during the match. So I have to give him props for the quote. I'm about to spit. But um, and to be fair, he's Sicilian, so there you go. Um, but what he said was that Allegri um, has the ability to coach up players beyond their talent level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, based on morale, so, so. yeah, like like you know, like been, been suspect this year. Like they like I'll, I have to go back and check the standings, but like I know like they they've been doing pretty shit in um in uh, Syria this year. Yeah, I don't know their status. I'm, I'm not watching. Uh, I'm not committed to Syria just yet. Outside of following Tammy Abraham, and, uh, they are tenth. Yeah, they are tenth, dog. Table. Oh. That, that that is very on UV light. But what's the point spread though? It could be pretty because it's still early. No, it, it's they they are a they are a firm tenth. They are tied. They are tied a tenth with Torino. So like basically, is everyone in Torino is 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 mid table? Torino and um, is one other club. Is like yeah. More than yeah. No, no. Oh no, that's right. Uh, Bologna, Bologna. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, half half of. That 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 mid table is in Torino. Well, two thirds. Do your math. We'll see. But, yeah. yeah. All right. But uh. Wait, but yes. Wait. What 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 did Bobby say? And um. But yeah. The, the whole the whole comment was this: just that um. Max Allegri has the ability to coach the players. You know, inspire them really. And it's kind of like this Italian thing. Like it's in the, it's, it's like in the root of Italian football. So like. You've seen it during the Euros. You saw it in the World Cup in the last, in the pre- uh, previous, um, you know, past World Cups in the last couple cycles here, actually. Mm-hmm. One or two. Um, uh, obviously, um, yeah, I just said the Euros. Um, you see it with Italian players, and particularly um, in, in little spats, you know, during different matches and things of that nature. So it's kind of crazy, to be honest. Um, but yeah, and it's totally true. You know, like I said, we have incredibly way more depth than them. Um, we had the tactics right. Um, I think mm-hmm. we just kind of, you know, weren't intent enough with our attacking. Um, additionally to that, it's one of those things where I think that we need to kind of probably start some different players. Alonzo obviously didn't work out. Um, uh, Chilwell needs to be re- kind of reintroduced into the lineup. Because of that, Alonzo's his, his form never stays up. Um, mm-hmm. And as much as an attacking like threat that he brings, it's just not enough for those those top 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 tier teams. You know, like Chilwell was in he started the the final last year. So, so I maybe put that in perspective from that opponent. Um, and then we need a more defensive midfielder. Jorginho is Jorginho, and Kova was like not COVID today. Um, it's like he was just stuck in cement, but uh, just making lots of mistakes. So I feel like that's one of those things where we need to have RLC come in or another guy from the bench to, um, you know, the, to be an instant impact. Like, so we have incredible amounts of depth and 
Juve, they, a lot of their players were injured. Dybala was on the bench. Morata's on the bench. So, or not even on the bench. Um, they're both out injured. So, um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, screw uh, Bonici. Screw Cellini. The, <laughs> the comments. I think Cellini was like, he gave the interview um, for the press conference before the match. He was just saying that these types of matches are very easy to prepare for. And it's Damn. Like, it's rough, the the, the like, disrespect. Yeah, and I was like, I hope the players saw that comment, the build-up. But maybe they did, maybe they didn't. It's kind of hard to speculate. Um, but yeah, I digress. It's That, that was the match, but we'll, we'll get fine through the group. Um, not too concerned. All the other heavy hitters are looking like they're faltering. So, Yeah, yes. Speaking of heavy hitters falling, like Barcelona is screwed. <laughs> like, there's just no way to there's no way to put it. Like, other than Bayern, like Bayern's one thing, you know, like because Bayern's Bayern, but they got smoked three 0 by Benfica, and right now they're sitting dead last in their group with no points, no points. Dinamo Kiev has more points than Barcelona right now. That's how bad it is right now. And we're about to come into an international break. Uh, Barcelona has Atletico Madrid on Saturday. I think uh, uh, our man Ronald Koeman is about to be um, about to be done soon. And it's not like they can call Frank DeBoer because, you know, we saw DeBoer's retired now. He said, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Trying to save himself, save himself from the embarrassment, man. He had nowhere to logically go. Like, because, you know, once you've made the cross, in my opinion, uh, for coaches, management, mm-hmm. across, across the seas, like coming from Europe to America, mm-hmm. it's you're essentially, un- unfortunately, going down the funnel in terms of management because MLS's league isn't anywhere near the caliber of, of what Europe has to offer. So mm-hmm. unless you're young and in your coaching career, and you know you still have time to ascend, it, it, it the way he fell into the national job has to be that, that that's greatest, like, that's comical. Needs to go. No, I mean, it, in addition to being completely comical, it needs to go down in the history books as like probably one of the best swindles ever in history. Like, I mean, he just happened to catch it at the at the exact right time. And like, because it pretty much everyone that was a notable name wasn't available. I mean, they, they ended up um, having to get um, Louis Van Gaal um, to come back for the third time to the national team, which I think is probably the the best move they could probably make. But like, uh, but yeah, the board you can't have that many failed job stints and and basically and basically survive. It's just it's just no way. Happens time and time again. Like everybody can't be Jeff Fisher. Like it's just no. Nah. Yeah, I feel like they accept failure a lot more in the Americas. But uh, but yeah, like and yeah, speaking of, of Dutch managers failing, um, just a, a quick note because we saw that uh, Jap Stam uh, got fired from Cincinnati as well. Like I don't think there's been like one um, Dutch manager that's really seems like I probably see the board's probably the one that's probably like been like the closest because he had uh the US Open Cup and um Campionis Cup and um 
and came close to an uh, MLS Cup, but like otherwise, none of them have have have, have ended under positive circumstances. So it's uh it's pretty tough. But um, but, but going back to the Champions League, uh, of course, I'm I'm not even going to like harp too much on on our boys, Rashad, because you know. Bernardo does real things. Like it, like honestly, it's not even so much that that he's been particularly spectacular. He's just been in the right place at the right time in, in most cases with most of his goals. Absolutely. Um I don't know, that's just talent. Like he has a nose for just being in the right place. And even with the match today, he was in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and as and, simple and, as that. Yeah, Crucial time, like just that's Goal, let's go home, you know? So I think it's one of those things where, um, especially at, at his age, it's, um, you know, he, he's he's not jetting down the wings like he used to. Like, he's he's taking very much all, all of this knowledge and said, like, hey, I know where to be when it's time to be there. And it's definitely showing up, showing up um, so far. But there was one match that – um that I wanted to get on real quick. And um there's a uh, there's a famous song by Bob Marley and and the Whalers. And this goes, I shot the sheriff. Well you shot uh, Real Madrid. Definitely did that. Definitely did that. I First of all, I, like to see, I, I didn't watch the match in a whole lot of detail because work's been kicking my ass lately. But just, mm-hmm. of course, seeing it on the socials and and seeing it in, in the chat, and like, how did we? How did they manage to do that? And like, I, I went down the rabbit hole to kind of read more about um, FC Sheriff because apparently they're, they're in a part of Moldova. Uh, that is like a um, say it, say it. It's like an independent. It's like an unrecognized independent. Unrecognized. That's all yeah, I need to know. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's it's, it's 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 pro-Soviet. Like it. Like this place is like weird. <laughs> it's like one of those places, like in the like in the uh, opening ceremony of the Olympics, you see like maybe like one or two athletes, and you're like, where is this place again? Right. <laughs> like, I I I vaguely know of Moldova. I like it's like Transnistria, I think, and yeah, like you read up, you read up on that. It's absolutely crazy, but um, but apparently they 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 know how to make um uh a decent team right now, and yeah, they they beat the greatest uh team in uh, Champions League history, uh, Real Madrid, two one. Like and that's just their group. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's that just funny. Has, <laughs> you're gonna get to the group stages. Like, yeah, that also has Inter Milan. <laughs> yeah, based on the way so, that the points have broke down, they should at least you know get their. If nothing else, they'll be in the Europa League. So, yeah, they're basically the only team scoring goals really in this group. And um, yeah, like like it, it that that whole deep dive on Transnistria is like. That that's just funny, TK. Like it's like what? And then you realize that the club was founded by by former KGB officers. You're like, oh, this this thing is deep. 
this is like a novel. <laughs> Seriously, you fall into it. You're like, this is a good book. Shit. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see. Like, it's it's funny to me because like I, I compare a lot of what's going on with the Champions League results right now to happening with college football right now. Cause like a lot of the teams that are typically dominant haven't been quite as dominant uh, so far this season. It's like, I, I see a lot of parallels and personally, I think it's attributed to, I think the turnaround from last year where you had teams that either weren't playing as often or just, they didn't, they just haven't had much time to rest. I think it's showing up this, um, this season. And yeah, it's teams are definitely look, looking far more shaker than they would in in previous years, but it's just the nature of the beast right now, where teams are just uh, trying to trying to make it the best they can. Yeah, you know they actually predicted this though. Every um, almost well, every but almost a a fair handful of announcers and sports analytics, um, you know, all said that. The cram schedule with COVID, all the, uh, the that knock on domino effects, as I like to coin things, um, you know, between the crunch of the Olympics, the Euros, the back end of a condensed schedule, scheduled season from COVID. Mm-hmm. And then that's normally they complain about the scheduling being for, uh, for footballers being overtired, exhausted. Right. So imagine it on top of this compounded schedule. Yeah, it's pretty intense, and and it only get worse if they try to uh, do this damn two year World Cup plan. I'm like, yeah, they want to shorten the cycle, um, but it's all about the profits. I mean, I'm sure we know that at this point, we're just preaching to the choir. But yeah, there's, but, a, couple, uh, there's a couple things that dropped actually this week, um, as far as tournaments are concerned. With this uh, cross continental tournament, yeah, yeah, did the, 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 um, it was announced uh, that the. Euro champions Italy and the Copa America champions um, Argentina are making plans for, I guess, a, a, I don't know if it's one leg or two legs, but um, they'll be playing for, I think it's uh, Europa America, something like that um, next year. And um, yeah, it's, um could be interesting, could, could work. I mean, I'm, I'm down for see, like seeing those two like teams play because otherwise you don't see that in, unless it's a world cup mm-hmm. so i i get that and there's an entertainment value but i don't know i feel like they're just kind of creating competitions and i think unfortunately this may actually become a more trend um, i mean you how, how we just did with the league's cup so Right, and another thing that is, um, well, I don't know if maybe people are familiar with it. I feel like a lot of us in America are, though, is the ICC Cup, uh, mm-hmm. Champions Cup. But um, yeah, that also got squeezed due to COVID. That was due. That that was on the cycle for the summer. Now that was something that doesn't kind of the only opportunities us as in America have to see some of the huge clubs from Europe. Um, and even some of the, you know, like the, you know what though, just a quick sidebar on that real quick. Like, I think given the direction that things were going with the, with the ICC, um, I think 
I think we had gotten too comfortable with, with teams coming over here. And so I think that – I mean, I think – because, like, you like you, you rewind back, like, 15 years ago when you would have May United coming over, Real Madrid coming over. It was treated as, as a big deal. And I think now it's, like, it's coming so commonplace. It, it had gotten to that point where you would have, like, about 10 clubs um, touring um, the States and Canada. And I think that it had kind of lost its, its, uh, its buzz factor, I guess you could say. And I think that having these last two years where we haven't been able to um, have any clubs come over here, I think that when they are able to come back, whether it's next year or the year after that, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're definitely um, going to see, I think, a renewed interest in those tours because, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they are just as hungry to get back over here as fans are over here to, uh, to see them. But um, uh, one last thing with the uh, with the Champions League, we we did see the uh, the the so-called goat uh, Messi get his first goal with with PSG uh, against City, and um, like the combo that he had with, uh, with Mbappe was actually just, I'm like, you sure you want to leave that, Killian? You sure you want to leave that? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, what you got on this? So, so what was that? Oh, I was asking the mayor what's he got on Messi's first goal ever in a, in a, in a different team. Well, being that I did not witness the first goal yet, you haven't seen it, man. I didn't see it. You you missed the back the back heel, like the 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 counter. I'm like yo, like it was pretty sexy. It was sexy. It was sexy. It's, it's, it's a little sexy. It's, it's about it's about a maybe a six, maybe a, maybe a, maybe seven if you're drunk. <laughs> I was gonna say six point five. Yeah. Six point five. I mean, I, you know, I don't really harp on Messi. I'm not on the train. When was the last time? Six point five out of ten. Maybe for me, maybe for Messi, that's pretty nice. Okay, okay. Live reaction. I, I actually have it up right now. I'm not impressed with Ronaldo yet. Okay, okay. See? Okay, that was okay. Okay, it was slick. It was slick. Nice and slick. Okay, talk about about it. All right, we expect that from Messi, right? You do, but at the same time, I think that obviously with people making such a big deal about him moving to PSG, and of course you have uh, Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi all together. Like, of course, the expectation is, hey, we're about to have goals everywhere. And then, of course, then you realize that you come back to reality and realize, okay, this actually might take time. I mean, even when um, when LeBron came to Miami, it what it wasn't a hit right away. Like it took it took a second. Like I, I think it's the same case here. Like like it, it, when you're dealing with such big superstars that are that are used to carrying this shit on their own in their own way, and now you have to incorporate someone even bigger into the into that same space. Yeah, like you gotta. You have to end up sacrificing a lot to make all of that work. So, but uh, yeah, they were able to beat uh, Man City two 0 and um, yeah, that's uh, I, I got I got to bump it up, TK. I'm sorry, man. Well, we, we're, we're doing it. We're doing, we're doing eight. Where you were going at, man? I got I got to go. Maybe eight. He, he rewatched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an eight. That's an eight. If I'm drunk. 
Are you drinking, man? You got anything over there? You sipping on? No, I'm. 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 I'm on my health tip. I'm. I'm doing tea right now. Like I said, I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying to get healthy. There, you sipping? Am I sipping? I actually am not sipping, man. Okay, I just want to make sure we so we don't slide the you know scale. I'm saying I got the I got the. I don't want to really show you. I got that water. You know what I'm saying? Got that water. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going more herbal tonight. <laughs> one more herbal tonight. See, I mean, I'm, I'm not at my dwelling to have my herbals, so I'm, you know, I, I do what I have, you know. So, but uh, but yeah, I, I definitely think that uh, I said it's uh, so far. I think because of the, the losses that have come so far, you got United, you got Barcelona, you got Chelsea. Like it's and and City losing. Like it's um. A very interesting start to the Champions League. Of course, we're about to go into um, the international break uh, next week, and um, and uh, today the uh, the uh, men's uh, national team roster was was announced. And I actually, it's funny because I like it, but at the same time, I'm like the some of the people who were left at home. I'm like, why? Because <laughs> I, I, I've I've definitely been busy on the socials today, having having debates about certain players. Um, I wish uh, we had Jake on this week because uh, there's a uh, a player from NYCFC that just recently moved over to um, uh, Oskali, um place for uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. I, I got that right this time. And um, and he's been playing lights out, and he wasn't called up. But like, you you've never been called up to, you never even called been called up, let alone been capped. And so like, I understand, especially during World Cup on qualifiers, I I completely understand if Burrhalter doesn't doesn't call up guys that have a great deal of experience with the national team. I think that Pepe was different because we honestly ha- had few options striker mm-hmm. and like, Hey, I-, I need to try something, but fullback isn't, isn't a position of need. So, you know, if, if you're not, if you're not struggling for, uh, for options, it's like, Hey, I, I can, I can afford to, you know, take my time with working them in, into the roster. Like, did y'all see anything, any um, any choices that y'all are kind of surprised by? I, I know uh, there's no there's no Josh Sargent, there's uh, no Jordan Pifak, um, uh, U.S. agent Pulisic is 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 out, still um, from injury. Uh, Gio Reyna's um, out with injury. Like, what do y'all what do y'all see? And if y'all like anything? Hmm. Let me. I mean, I'm not taking too much issue with with what's going on. Um, we also have to mention that Weston McKinney is also back. Yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, after getting kicked out uh, during the last, the last uh, international break for breaking COVID and, and and allegedly smashing cheeks outside the bubble. Um, yeah, he is back. Uh, are are you are you, how surprised are you that that he um 
that call back so soon? Uh, I mean, we're trying to win. So there we go. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? <laughs> You ain't got time to be playing around and, and try to make a point and yeah. trying to make people learn your lesson. Like, hey, we try to win games. It's that simple. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it completely blows back on him because all it starts is, or it'll immediately start with the media. And then secondly, it'll start with the announcers during the, uh, who are calling the match. They're going to start adding that um, point into the analysis. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a whole person who's going to talk about it and weave it into their, their points that they're making about the players and the way that the managers approach tactically as far as um, setting the system up or Berhalter in particular. So, yeah, it's absolutely going to be a target point. And it's better to have McKinney on the bench than not on the roster. If he wants to make a point and not play. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take that. Then he, at least he has a weapon to, to bring off the bench. But Got you. He, he can't afford the blowback. If he's yeah. smart and three steps ahead. I mean, he he's he's a peppy away from getting fired last uh, early this month. He's really he was like that first half against Honduras was so bad. It was like, ooh, like he might he might not make it on, on the plane back back to Chicago. Like this this might not work. And in comes Peppy and in comes Legit, and suddenly it's like, oh. Berhalter makes the right changes. He's a he's a genius. <laughs> he's willing to be flexible. But um, but yeah, I, I definitely think fraud. that uh, go go ahead. So he's not a fraud, but he's you know it's he ain't it. He ain't it. He's gonna get us to the next cycle. I think the one of the best analysis came from um uh, Sky. Hmm. Like I I. I I think um, let me uh, pull the uh, schedule uh, back. I know we got um, uh, got Jamaica uh, during this. Uh, we got Jamaica next Thursday, Panama next Sunday on the tenth, and then um, Costa Rica uh, on the thirteenth. Um, I said we'll, we'll probably go on, we'll go we'll definitely go into more detail as far as I guess previewing those matches next week. But um, but yeah, definitely um, they should be um pretty. No, nah, I'm I'm not. You know what? I'm not even gonna assume because it's the yeah, U.S. We'll, we'll hold. Yeah, <laughs> we know what we think. We 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 believe what we think should happen. But then I, again, I, you I, never know. Shit gets weird. Like I I need to see like if anybody gets hurt, if anybody gets replaced, I need to like. So yeah, give give us a week. We'll figure that part out, and we'll we'll give you our thoughts um, in the next couple of weeks. But um, Jamaica might be at the bottom of the table, but that don't mean a thing. Yeah, like it's 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 never a guarantee with us. So we shall see. But um, we're gonna take a quick break and uh, pause for the cause. Hear from our fam over at protagonist, and uh, on the flip side, we're gonna. <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, uh, London still being red. We're talk about the, uh, the NWSL coming down on Washington. You got to get interrupted for that. What's up? London ain't red. Never will be. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we'll check it out in a quick bit and uh, we'll be right back. 
And we're back. Now, you try to correct me, TK, but I'll, I'll say this. Let, let me let me let me modify it. North London is red. Is that better? Okay. I can't speak on West London. Can't speak on. Is, is, is there are there any clubs on East London? I, I never hear about East London. Like I know West London, you know Chelsea, Fulham. I want to. Who's on South London? I can't remember. Okay. Yeah, never heard anything about about East London. It must be must be too low. And um so now wait, no, there is another one club. I'm alright, just slow with this. (laughs) But yes. The uh, North London W was uh, this past Sunday, and it's very interesting to see like how quickly things have changed. Because of course, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how Spurs were first in the league, and basically that was like the epitome of the milk crate challenge. And like, it's funny how things can change in a couple of weeks because clearly those milk crates have fallen. You. Spurs have busted their ass. They have let up, now lost three straight. And it's to the point where, given how how bad that loss was to Arsenal, I'm worried about my boy Nuno. Kind of worried about him. Because those um, those losses, like they've all been like like, like two, three goals each. And uh, they, they've, they've looked pretty bad. You look like you're looking at something. Okay, what like what you what you reviewing? Oh, sorry, I uh, I got deep into it. I was like, man, geez, Arsenal suck. <laughs> they they were sucking, and then suddenly they, they've won like uh, three straight, and um, they're now suddenly it's like, hey, they're trending back up. Like it, like it's it's funny. Like, no, I'm sorry, I disagree with that too. Honestly, it was um, who was a pretty hard line. Uh, we need a Roy Keane to literally humiliate them on national television and you know not in a demeaning way but they'll literally get serious you cannot be serious that these guys are this happy to have like a lady they are celebrating in the locker room as if they won a trophy of any i mean it's it's it's, it's a rival so i get it i get it bro i'm i'm sorry i just I'm sorry. I, I think that I, I think given, like I said, that that first half with uh, for Arsenal went so well that I get it. And given how how things started off so shitty for Arsenal, like I said, for them things are trending up. So we'll see. But um, I think uh. uh Spurs is just above. Uh, I'm sorry, t- uh, Arsenal is just above Spurs in the in the table, and uh, yeah, I, we don't know like how how far up Arsenal trending, but at least it's better than it was a few weeks ago when they were dead last and hadn't scored a goal. So 
Yeah. What you got, Pat? Yeah, right. I'm just saying, just right in the middle of the table. Um, I think they are trending in the in the right direction, but let's see for how long they can sustain this. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm still massively jealous that of all teams, Thomas Partey decided to go to. He wanted to go to Arsenal. I'm like, dude, like you are just that is not the spot. Like that, like. Like why? <laughs> but uh, this, this will be interesting though. Like to see where Arsenal ultimately can go, and then how it's almost like Arsenal and Tottenham have kind of like switched fortunes. Yeah, like it, 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 it's, it's happened so quickly. Be, and then how how Arsenal can imp- continue to improve? Like that's going to be a storyline to see this year. Yeah, I got. I'm just really worried about Nuno at this point because, like I said, like the last past few games, like Spurs have looked bad, and um, it's it's with with Kane still being there, and like I don't know, like you know, if if it's a case like where he just doesn't want to be there, but like I definitely think that just the effort that the effort the entire team brought um, during the game, uh, it's. I'm worried that that Nuno might get fired in the right and later, and it'll um it'll be interesting to see like if he can manage to turn things around and just get everything everyone on board. Cause like I think that much like like we talked about earlier with with Barcelona, Spurs kind of the same boat too. Where it's like you're you're in the middle of a transition period, and it's a it's a great club on paper, but right now. You don't want to be there, like it's just because you're you, you're going to have to re- replace a club legend in Kane. You probably going to replace Son pretty soon, um, and it's like yeah, like you're. Do you are you able to hang on through that whole period, or can you make it work? And um, so I'm hoping that you know could at least get them get them to wear their bat to a respectable spot. And hang on to his job because I mean, like I said, we we, we got nothing but love for him. But uh, oh, yeah. it's uh, love some Nuno. But it'll, it'll definitely be telling to see if he can hang on to it. Yeah. yeah. Dynamite ana- analysis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll full circle. Um, uh, I've stat boyed it up, and um, yeah, you just got West Ham over there, basically. And Millwall, if they ever Millwall. <laughs> oh, so quick, so a quick thing, because I, I meant to shout it out last week, but I was just rushing. Uh, shout out to um, uh, the Ted Lasho show for, um, I think they won like three or four uh, Emmys. Uh, they won for Best Actor with, um, with uh, Sudeikis. Um I didn't really. I didn't realize uh, what word Kent uh, his, the actor's real name was until the Emmys. Like that was uh, uh, Britt Goldstein and um, and uh, uh, the boss. Uh, she won as well. But um, but yeah, but yeah. Like like it's funny because like, I I actually caught up on Ted Lasso like that Sunday uh, the night of the Emmys. So like. I was like, oh, okay, I'm easing back into it. Like, it's it's good, of course. Some people 
they treat it like like it's an episode of This Is Us and, they, and they've been crying all over the place. I'm like, I haven't gotten that far with it, but it's but it's good. Like I will say though that the uh the the last week's episode with the funeral, that was good. That was good. Uh that if if I was gonna get emotional, it, it would have been over um that episode. But um but yeah, congrats to the um the uh, Ted Lasso crew for that. Um, but uh, wanted to want to do a, a quick follow up, like we've been talking about it for like, the past few weeks. Uh, we talked about it uh, when um, when uh, L from uh, Two Cents FC was on the show. Um, one of the people on on um, under Two Cents flag, Kaya McCullough, she had her podcast coming a, co- a couple weeks ago, talk about her experience with the uh, Washington Spirit, and just came out this week that the elite, the NWSL has sanctioned the, uh, the Washington spirit. They have fired their former head coach, um, Richie Burke for, uh, for cause. And um, basically like nobody from the spirit organization can take part in any type of governance with the league. Um, I know like one of their, their, their new investors in the team, one of their new owners, put out a big statement in um in the Washington Post uh, earlier this week basically saying that the changes that, that that she's tried to make in the club have been met with a lot of resistance and uh you know she's basically just asking everybody to hold on cuz you know you still have people who are trying to hang on and do things their way and it's clearly um affecting the overall morale at the team like they've had i think like three of their top five um women in the organizations um lead the team the past couple months and it's just been it's it's, it's just been stupid but um of course we're still like sell the team steve sell that shit and I'll honestly given everything that came out i'm like why aren't you why isn't the league forcing the team to get um to um, get sold and everything because clearly there are things in within just that one organization that are just mad janky as hell. Like, and uh, and the sad part is that there, there there are more stories out there with other teams out there. You, you recall what happened with um, with uh, the Salt Lake team that was forced to sell last year and moved to um, Kansas City. There's other teams out there as well that are dealing with issues. So. Hopefully they get all get their shit together sooner rather than later because we're trying to grow the league and grow women's soccer here. So hopefully uh, the league sees that and, and doesn't bump, doesn't go the bag because you you have a good thing now. Um, but uh, what else we got here? Keep the thing, good thing. We want to keep our nice things. Yes, I like. I'll, oh, oh, oh. I don't want. I don't want to make it. Uh, I want to give it its own space instead of putting it up in uh, two up and two down. But just the other day, um, the first ever Power Five college soccer game with two black head coaches took place uh, between uh, Michigan and Northwestern. Uh, Michigan has a uh, Shaka Delius head coach, and um, Northwestern has Russell, Russell Payne. He uh, just recently took over for Northwestern back in uh, back in May. And um, like, of course, we 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 hardly ever cover college soccer like that um, on here. And trust me, I, I couldn't tell you shit from shit as far as 
what's going on with college soccer, but I know that's definitely a major thing. It's, of course, it's crazy that it's taking this long for it to get for it, for um, things to get here. But um, but yeah, definitely a shout out to Michigan Northwestern for um, for that achievement and everything. Yeah, that is amazing, man. It's like something that we've been talking about for the longest, wanting to see, wanting to see more of us in those ranks and growing through the channels of coaching on whatever level that is, more representation. Mm-hmm. So that is awesome to see, awesome to hear. And I hope that we're continuing to develop more men like them and more people young people aspire to be like them as well as we continue to grow the sport and the culture of the sport um, around the country and around the world. So I, I too give kudos to them and uh, we'll, we'll give them more of their flowers and uh, our two up to now. Flowers, flowers everywhere. Um, of course, uh, as always a quick plug with the, uh, with the store website, um, in case you have noticed, like we, we, we've been in the middle of uh, making some changes. Of course, we still have the uh, Legends of the Culture hoodies available on sale with Sadio Mane and Brianna Scurry available. They're still available till October 16th. Uh, we will make an announcement next week as far as who will be next coming into uh, going into October for the next Legend of, of the Hoodie sets. Um, uh, so, yeah, make sure that you get yours before time runs out ftcutd.mychimplify.com and of course now for everyone waiting on name sets I'm going to go ahead and put it out there right now I, I, I talked about it last week with um, with the, my car situation of course I do I primarily do these uh, name sets myself so that means I got to get to or from uh, to pick up the vinyls and everything since I didn't have my truck it kind of it basically delayed it uh, Everybody's getting their stuff out. I'm getting everything out th- this weekend, so just be patient. Hope y'all understand. We will we will make this make this happen. But uh, yeah, because I I just finally got my truck out the other day, and that's a whole headache in itself. But yeah. yes, uh, yeah, keep supporting the team, keep supporting the pod at uh, ftcutd.myshopify.com. Um, that for, fire is soon on the way. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we still, we still got, we still got the goods still there. Like I said, we're, but we are in the process of updating um, everything um, as we make changes going in the next month. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to waste too much time. So let's uh, get up in a uh, two up and two down, man. That's uh, uh, so it's been a while since you've been up on here. So let's uh, let's get you up up on here first, uh, uh, Mayor. All right, cool. Well, glad to be back. I was just, you know, starting out. I was like, man, what should I bring up? You know, I'm I'm always one to bring, you know, whatever. So, uh, should I go up or down? What, what, what should I start, fellas? I don't have a coin with me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's get the, let's get the down out of the way. Let's, let's... All right, let's get the down out of the way. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, in case you're hiding under a rock, which I hope you haven't. Uh, Rocks are cold, so don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who hasn't heard about R. Kelly, but he has Ooh. been uh, found guilty uh, in sexual in the sexual misconduct trial. And man, oh man, um, 
this is this is crazy. I know a lot of people have talked about it, and there's been you know many um, opinions formed about it and things like that. But can we separate the music from the man, or do they all go together? It's case by case. No, it's all muddy. It's all muddy now. I can't do it. I can. I, I honestly, I'll be truthful, and I don't want to walk over your time. But I've been having to skip a lead too. Reason the reason I ask is because R. Kelly has done it is a musical genius, right? Right. And not only has he does he have his catalog, but he's also written some of a the biggest songs in history for other people. Right. So I know the personal shit with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, you know, stand away. But the music. It's like if you're gonna boycott his music, you boycott stuff that he's written, or do we separate the music and the man? Accept what we, you know, accept the musical genius and 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 throw everything away in the trash. Mm-hmm. I never been food for thought. I just wanted. Oh no, 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 no. I, I, just me personally. Um, I, I've never really gotten got into the weeds as far as like who writes songs who and everything. Because yeah. If, if we go down to that, yeah, you're 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 cutting up a whole lot when it comes to R. Kelly. Um, so I, I try to keep it simple. If 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 he did it, if if his songs, I don't do. Just it's, it's just that simple. Um, uh, everything else, I'm like, yeah, but not tell me. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look at a, I'm gonna look at a side with this, but um, but yeah, it's uh. <laughs> The level of allegations and charges put upon him, I think he got. He also got uh, found guilty of racketeering um, as well. Um, yeah, like it, it. It gets to a point where it's like, yeah, I, I you just can't do it. You just can't do it. Sanity. But um, on to my next down. Um, you know, something that involved, uh, currently involved Champions League. We didn't mention this earlier, but Barcelona. Barcelona has gone five matches, five, without a victory for the first time in damn near a quarter of a century. 24 years, winless in five matches in Champions League. Like I said, Coma's Com- Com- on borrowed time. Yeah, he is on borrowed time. So that's my downs um, and my ups. I was trying to figure out where to go with this because it was some pretty cool stuff. But, you know, a couple days ago, um, Yo Gotti, for those who yes. know, Memphis rapper, entrepreneur, you know, doing his thing. Yo Gotti out of Memphis, rap, you know, hip hop legend. He's actually now part of the ownership group for DC United, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. And it's and you're starting to see more, more people of color in ownership within the league. So you have what Harden, mm-hmm. you have um, KD. Mahomes, KD, Yo Gotti now, uh, Russell um, Wilson. Mark, uh, Mark uh, Ingram. Right. Yeah. Like... That was that's that's wonderful um, news, and and he bucks the trend of athletes actually being owners. Mm-hmm. So he's you know an, an entertainer 
crossing the lines into football. And I think it's a great sign as I see more people getting into the sport, getting into the culture of the sport. Uh, I think this will be a great thing for D.C., um, yeah. which I'm surprised someone like Wale, as much as he champions for his city, was someone that's not a part of D.C. United as far as like ownership or like a, an ambassador or something of that sort. That would be pretty cool to see. But it's interesting that Yo Gotti is with D.C. United. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe one day Memphis I don't one will will get up at MLS and he'll take his take his chips um uh, back back to, uh, to Tennessee. But um but yeah, uh it's uh it's definitely cool to see because, I mean you're not seeing this with NFL, you're not seeing this with um major league baseball, you're seeing this with MLS and I think that uh just having those those celebrity faces involved with um, MLS definitely uh, at the, I think it reads well for for the league so yeah. you know, hopefully uh, there's more to come you know it's a perfectly good team here in Atlanta that you know hopefully if the family wants to you know sell a couple chunks you know hey we, 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 we got athletes we got celebrities we can make it work we can make it happen pretty sure Jeezy would like to give some money I'm saying uh as much as we uh, we like to use them. But uh, my last up goes to the home team, baby. Tonight, Yosef Martinez, the king, he scored his 100th goal for United in all competitions. This man burst on the scene. Hardly nobody, you know, people knew who he was coming from Torino. In 2017, um, I think he was our last DP signing. We were trying to figure out, you know, that last piece of the puzzle. I can't remember who the player was that we couldn't get, but he was kind of like a last-minute scramble. Boom, we got him. And then just from just from there, he's already, he's been a hit. You know, MVP 2018, Golden Boot, you know, you name it, dude's done it. And this is someone that came into the 2020 campaign first match Torres ACL has been out for a year and now to come back this season, going through COVID, going through, you know, just getting back into fitness, tactical changes, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. by Heinze. Right. And, and to, to hit that pinnacle of 100 goals. The fastest in in, in, in in league history. Nonetheless is, is, is insane. So like giving him his flowers as well. Kudos to, to Yosef, and that's my two up and my two – well, my two down and my two up. So I'll pass the buck over to to uh, Mr. Ones and Twos, Mr. TK. Yeah, the, let's go ahead and on, on Joseph real quick. Um, like I said, he's the, the fastest um, person to run the goals in MLS history. And I would I would lean to say that he's probably comeback player of the year because, I mean, you've you kept coming back from the injury. He had COVID during a couple of America and he uh, got, like I said, got benched by, by Heinz up trying to stand up for the team. And, you know, he's definitely been uh, what, but basically one of the leaders uh, go, uh, since Heinz uh, was let go. And he's, he put his money where his mouth is. Imagine if he had sucked 
uh, pun coming back after the high got um, got fired. Everybody would have been looking like, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you should have made that move, Chief. So, but yeah, he's definitely shut up a lot of people. And I what and just one quick thing, a lot of people bitch about. A lot of people with knee issues always bitch about playing on turf. He's proven that that it's possible to play extensively on turf coming off a knee injury and still being successful. So mm-hmm. if you got a DP out there from Europe that says, I don't want to play on turf, I'm going to say bullshit. <laughs> Somebody give him Joseph's number, give him our training staff's number, something like that because it's possible. Yeah, and it could be also the type of turf you play on as well. We have some pretty good stuff on our on our pitch. Yeah, I, so. yeah, I can't um, speak for New England, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you got, Chico? It's rough down there. I've been to that field, New England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll start um, in the same fashion. I follow Rashad, the mayor. Um, big down, big, big, big down is. Um, we are, or the people who work, not just we, I don't speak um, uniformly, but for the people who are behind your favorite films and television shows and your favorite concerts and your favorite theatrical shows on Broadway and et cetera, et cetera, um, all these kinds of theatrical um, stage entertainment, um, animation, um, all these people are, there's a huge workforce behind what you see, the content that you've been able to essentially digest during the pandemic and from movies and film in general. But um, we are at an odds with um, the, the content providers and the streaming providers for, uh, for better uh, work hours. So um, on Friday, the, um, all the um, International Ar- um, Alliance of Theatrical Stage uh, um, employers, uh, employees will be striking uh, okay, yeah, I think I've heard about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Solidarity with SAG, uh, the actors and producers and um, Guild. Um, um, the um, Teamsters are all, uh, which is basically the transportation uh, people that, the people who I get on the bus and who take me to my car at the end of working a 14-hour day on set, mm-hmm. that that person who's driving the bus. Those are the Teamsters. They're in solidarity with us. So um, we will be voting to strike on Friday when the vote comes down. Um, so just um, if you um, if you feel so inclined to check out the, the website at um, iatse dot com, and uh, you can just get more further info there if you want to uh, express your uh, your feelings about that and support the people who are behind. So you're probably you're probably all of your favorite te- television shows and uh, things of that nature. Um, and it's also an up in the same way, so I don't want to spin it as a complete negative thing. So we'll bounce up. Um, it's been really, really encouraging to see that people are standing up um, to, for, you know, for uh, for better wages, for, not for better wages, excuse me, for better uh, working environments. Um, with the uh, pandemic happening, the mental toll that has been affecting a lot of people is just incredible. And then you put on top of that working a 14 hour day and then asking someone to drive home, um, you know, anything can happen and there's been lots of accidents. So, um, it's, it's good to see that people, um, are all willing to do this because that's the only way that's going to work. Uh, and it's the same way that our democracy works. 
So um, we've been on a bit of a wave here in Georgia. So um, mm-hmm. I'm in good spirits to see this turn into something positive. Um, and yeah, I, I'm really hopeful. So um, I'm just kind of eager to get in there and put my vote in and you know we'll see how this all turns out when they go to the negotiating table with uh, these content providers. But we all know they've been raking in the money over the course of the last year and a half. So it's time to, uh, to pay, on, pay out on that. Say, fuck that, pay me. Yeah, I mean, it ain't full like a uh, soprano style, you know, um, but yeah. And then I guess another down. Oh, you got you got to up you got to up that uh, that 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 we that we hadn't got to yet, man. Oh, what's about skip here? The Hondo. The Hondo. Oh, so Sunday. Wait, I'm sorry, Lewis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't gonna actually mention anything about F1 this week because I want to try and wrap it up into next week's race. But uh, in general, a big up to uh, Lewis Hamilton. He um, finished this uh, <clears throat> this last Grand Prix. It was actually kind of sad, man. I really wanted Lando to win that race, that's why I wasn't gonna say anything about it. But if you're uh, if you're in keen into the Formula One, uh, been watching Drive to Survive, all that stuff. Um, it's on ESPN for free on the weekends, but yeah, big up, big up, big up, Lewis Hamilton. Literally, the man is a living legend. No other driver has committed these feats, not even Michael Schumacher, who is hailed as the greatest racing driver ever. So, I don't know. I don't Coming know. for that number one spot? He's already the number one, man. And the thing is, all we really have to do now is just sit here and enjoy it, because... You know, he's he's reaching, he's past the peak of his career. So um, Max Verstappen is a mighty driver, and he is he's barking down Lewis's tail. So we're, we're going to enter the, the era of Max pretty soon, I feel. Um, unless next year it gets real loopy. But hmm. I, I did know. not realize that Lewis Hamilton is 36. I did not realize. I thought he was younger than that. I mean, hey, I don't crack, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, next year will be great. Um, we'll see. Because he's going to be here for another two years, in my opinion, at minimum. Mm. Um, just to see the transition for how this new regulations um, you know, for Formula One will play into effect. So, um, yeah, he's, he's going to be setting a lot more records. Hopefully, um, hopefully it doesn't get crazy. Mercedes are, are crafty, so I think they'll be fine. So, um, I guess that's, that's a global up, though. I don't want to claim that as my F1 guy. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish it, but down. What, what were you? What were you gonna say? Um, just an, another doubt is that. Uh, I think I mean, I don't want to, but yeah. Um, so I'm trying to uh, find another place to live. Hopefully, so. <laughs> got a little unexpected news. So we'll see. We'll see how this works out. Um, but maybe I'll be a homeowner. Maybe we could swing this into an up, and I'll, I'll no, notify everyone later. So, we'll, so we'll, we'll swim on those thumbs on that one. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real. It's real wobbly legs. I'm feeling like a marathon runner at the end. So I just I don't know what's gonna happen next. So kind of uncertainty on that point. Um, yeah. And other than that, um, just um, 
life's been good. Just uh, trying to take some time. Been working on some uh, some other projects. Trying to get my my career, my my post post uh, post forty career set up. Trying to line some things up. Cool, cool, cool. Um. Uh. Come on, YouTube. There we go. There we go. See the face. This wasn't um, but um, I really, I don't want to dwell too hard, hard on, on too much negative, but um, but actually, I'll, I'll keep it light with the down. Um, FIFA 22 is about to come out, and so like on the socials, they've been coming out with uh, with the rankings for like top top 10 for the women, I think the top 50 for the men, or top 10 by position, I believe. Um, I don't have the graphic here on the YouTube, but um, they, the records they did for the women are just janky as, as shit. Like, somehow they have uh, uh, Christine St. Clair as a top player. I'm like, she was about six years ago. It ain't now. Uh, they still got Alex Morgan. That ain't it now. Um, I think like the only black player that they had in the top twenty was um, Wendy Renard. And I love Wendy, but there's better players. There's better American players. Like there was no Crystal Dunn, no Mitch Purse. There was no um, uh, um, Press. There was no. Um, Sarah Gordon, I'm like, just, I was like, the level of y'all ain't shitness that, that is happening was kind of wow. And, and like, you mentioned um, uh, Ben Chilwell um, earlier, TK. Why is he the same ranking as um, as Alfonso Davies? Bro, I don't know. It's, um, well, I do know, but... I don't really want to take a turn like that. I think it's subtly we know the reason subtly um just due to the way these things work. But I think there's there is just an abnormal amount of disrespect towards CONCACAF players. There's like it was hard, like you already you always see it with the American players, but like you can't deny uh Alfonso Davies. I'm like he's like top 20 in the planet right now yeah. and you got him at an 82 i was like oh no like, i think they only did that though um and here's my logic with fifa's rankings uh, and i don't really want to jump into much it's just because they have uh they do this with the young players even if they're already blitz like why would you put neymar at like 86 like he's really like 90 already you know right but they they i think it's part of the, you know, the build-up for the game, so you can build that player up. You're not playing cheat code. Well, after after two weeks of playing, David should be at 86. <laughs> Just leave it at that. But, um, but yeah, like, I still haven't even got a, a PS5 yet. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, of course, with the amount of money I had to get to get my truck out the shop. It might not be until next year, but, um, but yeah, like hopefully there's some good sales for PC games because yeah, it might be a minute for the um, for the uh, for the consoles. Um, 
And that's 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 really all the the downs. Uh, oh, actually, no, there there was a, one other down. Um, the NBA they're starting their media tours as as the season is about to start in a couple weeks. Just a lot of uh, a lot of stuff with players still questioning the vaccines, and I'm like, we've been dealing with this for 18 months now. If you ain't done your research by now, you ain't trying to. There's just there's just no way around it. And like you can say it's for for personal reasons that that you have it that that you won't say if you've gotten your um, vaccine or not, or you'll um, you won't answer if you have or you have them. Like, dude, like this isn't something that you can play with. And considering you're you're dealing with a um, a high contact sport, so like it is. It'll be interesting to see like how things play out because you have California. If you you can't even be in the building if you haven't been um, vexed in New York, you can't even be in the building if you've been vexed. So like, like you have like players like uh, Andrew Wiggins who plays for the Warriors. Like he technically can't play any home games for Golden State because of the uh, mandates that California has. So I'm not I'm. I'm curious to see like, like how that's going to play out um, going into uh, the season. Cause especially since the NBA just announced that um, if you can't play, you ain't getting paid. It's just that simple. If you're, if you're, if you can't play because of your back status, yeah, you're, you're kissing the game check goodbye. So yeah, for a lot of players, you know, you're talking about not everybody's rich, not like you might get paid a lot, but you might not have a lot because you got because you're spending your money elsewhere, and yeah, that's uh, I'm very curious to see like how that plays out to where like do you want to stick to your guns and and not, and not get vaxxed, or do you need to get this check? So uh, it's going to be can be very telling to see like how how that plays out. Um, last but not least, um. The Raiders, baby. The Raiders, baby. Three and zero, baby. Three and zero. Can't speak for none of y'all that, that, that have lost games that ain't won nothing. But is your team three and zero? No. <laughs> so yes, just win, baby. For some reason, we like I don't know if it's just a Vegas thing, but because like both like both of our games at home have gone to overtime, and of course we've won, and um. But yeah, it's just it's just a sense of it's just a, a sense for the dramatic and having to go to overtime to win. Of course, you saw the 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 first week of the season on Monday Night Football against the Ravens. We smacked up on Pittsburgh last last week, and then had to do OT one more time against Miami. Sorry, Amy, told you go go in, and we won. So there, but um, but yeah, it's uh. It's it's funny like this is like how my fandom has changed because I ain't gonna lie to you my 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 fandom has not been what it, what it once was but it's definitely exciting to see you know the Raiders actually doing something well especially with fans coming back to uh, able to come to the new stadium in Vegas for the first time so just that atmosphere is it's, it's kind of wild like you see it there you see it in L A at, at the at the new stadium out there like yeah like those are the atmospheres are. Or live here, so I'm, I'm glad a lot of y'all Raiders woke up 
you know, because moving is in your DNA. I mean, Raiders listen, moved out the, the, all the West Coast is, is Raider Nation. Just, just, just remember that. Right, right. All the West Coast, whether it was LA, whether it was Oakland, whether it was Vegas, you could be in Seattle. It's, 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 it's all Raiders, baby. Dale. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what Al Davis was thinking of that, but hey, <laughs> I really would have liked to have seen the um, the Hollywood Park Stadium happen, but you know, hey. I love Vegas. I love the Death Star. You know, hopefully we'll I'll, I'll be able to get out of there soon enough and um and check it out. But yeah, just maybe coming soon. You know what I'm saying? See some see some Las Vegas lights FC and then go down the street and see the Raiders. Raiders. But um and then of course you know the other home team. I, like I, I saw y'all on, on Sunday. You know, like I said, something there's something about about New York. You know, present the best in Atlanta. You know, whether it's the Hawks. Whether it's the Falcons, y'all, y'all, y'all do that thing, man. So, you know, y'all keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, that's really all uh, I think we got for um for, for this week. You know, it's like it's glad to have Team Chocolate back up here in the house. Uh, you know, as always, you catch on social the FTC, UTD, and on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, FTC UTD Pod on Twit on TikTok. I said we'll. We'll figure it out. Like we're, we're getting, it. but uh, but yeah. Of course, uh, next week uh, there's, there's another international um, break, and um, uh, the U.S. has a like we don't have any um, uh, national team games till Thursday. But like I said, we'll 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 we'll, we'll cover stuff. You know, whether whether it's the leagues that happen over the weekend or the first set of uh, Euro games that happen next week. But uh, so we won't be completely bare. But like I said, we'll we'll work it out. But um. You know, make sure you hit us up. Make sure you support the shop. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of big things coming next few weeks that we'll be uh, that we'll be announcing. And um, yeah, just, just keep having fun, enjoy your football kind of stuff. But um, until then, for Mayor, for TK, for Coach, who's still out there running the streets. Coach is real. Coach is everywhere. Backs up, y'all. Like it's it's just. It's icky out here in the streets, man. Do your thing. We'll see y'all soon. And we out. FTC U T D.